What's up, freaks? Welcome back to the Freaks Progcast presented by the Prog Space. This is episode 46, first episode after my internship, and it feels good to be uh, back, back. At, at the moon base. Just a few days later, it's like, okay, that's it for Dario. And then, like, three days later, hey, you want to come to a podcast? And here you are. <laughs> I mean, uh, we always. It's like you never left. Yeah, uh, we always uh, knew that we want to uh, try to continue it. Uh, uh, as as far as uh, yeah. our other obliga obligations allow it. Yep. So we're happy to be here this week as well for you. Um, it is Wednesday, March 4th, and uh, the episode will be out tomorrow on Thursday as always. Uh, so first up, uh, last week we had a nice best of February episode yep. um, where we had some really cool uh, videos and the March already started um strong um you might have seen my new what's hot format uh for mondays in a cool prog space article van uh has helped me design or she designed it i provided the content let's mm. put it like that um so uh, you can still you still have all the latest news on mondays just not with uh, me talking through it you can just scroll through it easily i hope you like the format please let us know uh please let me know um yeah and we'll maybe put the link to the to the the page where you have that here in the and on your when you when you look at your podcast feed in the details uh description section of the podcast maybe we can always keep a link there to yeah that's a cool where idea. the podcast yeah. uh what's hots are yeah and um I mean, you, 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 in that article, you have all the YouTube videos, but the Spotify playlist lives on, of course. Yep. Um, weekly with the What's Hot, but also for our special episodes, we try to continue as regularly as possible on yeah. the Thursdays. Um, and yeah, there's been some really cool stuff already, and I actually can't wait to to for for end of March to show you the best of March. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, the, yeah, there's there's more coming, of course, this um, month as it yeah. only just began. Um, but like, was it two days ago or something that? there was a, actually a video that was not a music video that came out, but kind of like a trailer for a documentary. Uh -huh. <laughs> so a little housekeeping. <laughs> uh, yeah, good point, Dario. Um, very good uh, opportunity to talk about the fact that there is now a trailer uh, for the Matter Mortem documentary that we've been making. The title of the documentary yeah. is now available in the world. It's Howl of the Underdogs. We've, of course, known the name of this for a long time. We yeah. call it O2 in the office. Yeah. It's like the abbreviation. Um, and uh, I have seen the trailer many times over the yeah. last month as it developed. And I'm so stoked and happy to have it finally out and show it to friends and show it to you guys and, and spread the word, yeah, spread absolutely. the love. Yeah, so there's, a, there's actually um, now a Facebook page. There is yes, a, that as well. Give that a, a like to yep. stay up to date. There's a website. It's uh, howloftheunderdogs.com. And yes. um, there's going to be a special announcement um, on Thursday this week. So when you hear this, um, there will be a video announcement from the band because they are looking to collect um, testimonial videos from fans that we can use in the film and also keep an archive of on the website. So um, stay awesome. tuned for that if you're a Matter Mortem fan and, and, and you've been a fan, um, you have an opportunity to kind of be a part of the story, be a part of their story. And That's um, great. Yeah, so we're really excited. There's a lot of work going on behind the scenes um, to, you know, get the trailer pushed out and we're still editing. There's still a long way to go. Um, but uh, on podcast talk, because we were just talking about it before, we have been recording some podcast material with the crew and with um, with Matter Mortem yes. for for the movie specifically. And um, in the next weeks or months, um, depending on how the schedule looks, I will try to start putting out some of that content, um, like a more specific podcast for the movie uh, and the making of it. So. Look, look, look for that as well. 
Yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'll film myself and talk a little bit about my journey with Madame Mortem. Yes, you should, Dario. <laughs> you should absolutely do. It. I guess <laughs> I should do that too. Maybe maybe you can you can uh, I, I maybe I can borrow the uh Q2N4K from Well, Stu's you know, media. then you'll have that 4K <laughs> resolution that pristine sound we've come to know and love. <laughs> All right. I was um, actually filming with that camera this weekend uh, at a concert, and um, somebody came up to me and made the joke of me saying that uh, right. to me. So, <laughs> And the joke we're making here is the Auto Capella series. Of course. Yeah. Uh, where at the beginning, me or Blake were introducing the camera. We always said basically the same line, and now it's become kind of legend. Yes. Speaking of the weekend, um, I think we both had some concert experiences we should talk about. Yeah, uh, right. I'll just say very briefly, because um, my band, This Is Not an Elephant, played two, two nights, uh, one in Augsburg and one in Munich. Uh, and the first night was with a band called Sedna and Make Make, which I think there are parts of it that might interest our audience, um, but they don't really have any recorded material, so the, you'd have to go to a show to see them. <laughs> um, right. But the other band that we played with at Sunny Red at the Feuerwerk here in Munich, yeah. uh, I wanted to tell you about, because I think right. you would really be into them. They are called Dr. Bear. Yeah. Uh, B-A-E, weird symbol, R. Yeah. Um, and they, it's, it's the archetype symbol. The archetype. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, which, and it makes it damn hard to tag on Facebook. Uh, it's, I don't know. Facebook doesn't understand it, you know? So, but anyway, um. You, you, you have to, to look on their page for the tag handle and then it's easier. Yeah, I, I know. Uh. Uh, so, but the, but the, those guys are really cool, really nice guys. They're from Freiburg, which is okay. like four hour drive. They came yeah. four hours to play first, uh, on Saturday oh, night, wow. uh, and then said, and make, make, and then it was us. So really cool that they came that far. Yeah. Um, but I think you would like them because they have this cool, I mean, they're like modern prog yeah. metal. Um, and they have this, this, this kind of mix of. Yeah, kind of periphery technical stuff, but also, mm-hmm. um, yeah, tech deathy, but also like kind of Eastern uh, oh, flavor. Wow. A lot of Eastern flavors, actually, I would oh, say. Wow. And um, yeah, like a really cool show. And they came very professional, like they brought their own sound guy and, wow. you know, spent some time like making the sound right. And yeah, um, really cool guys. Do, do they have some material out on Spotify already? They do. I think they even have. Uh, I think uh, Spotify. Let's check that afterwards. Maybe yeah. Bandcamp. Uh, I know they yeah. were recording something, so, but so we will, we will, we will uh, see if we can link link you guys up. Yeah, and definitely the, add a link uh, to the, um, the playlist if possible. Yes, and uh, that just reminded me that uh, on Monday I had in the What's Hot article um, a band called Bear. Oh, and I think they're. Were there pelagic records or not? I, I, maybe I'm, I'm messing something up, but um, their album is called uh, Propaganda, and they have like these cool uh, communist visuals, graphic <laughs> design, and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, just the band name. Yeah, yeah. Familiar. <laughs> um, uh. Yeah, and um, um, I I went to another concert. Um, and that was King Crow from Italy and uh, Blind Ego from Germany. Yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, that was the, the 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 Perseverance. I think was the last record from King Crow. Uh, persistence. Persistence. It's, just, it's basically the same, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's a similar meaning. Yeah, <laughs> persistence and perseverance. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this was one of my favorite albums the, of twenty eighteen. The, the sound of perseverance is uh, yeah, some, right. some some <laughs> other band. <laughs> was it two out two thousand eighteen? Uh, so. The release, yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. This was one of my favorite records from that year, and yeah. kind of my entry point to the band because I'd heard of them, but um, with that record, I I really got into them a lot. So I'm 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 sad that I couldn't come. Yeah, and oh. I'm I'm sad that I couldn't come to your gig. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but yeah, that's how it is on yeah. the one night, you know. Yeah. But uh, and and did you have a good time? Yeah. Um, the coolest uh, thing about it, I mean, the 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 gigs were cool. Um, the the bands did great shows. Um, but for me, the most important part of that was a lot of 
lovely, friendly people. Yeah. Good friends coming over from the Netherlands and Italy. Um, so we were like 10 people in the crowd that we, we, and we don't see each other that often. You, Wait, there was there, only 10 people there? No. Or like 10 of you in the crowd we, were yeah. a group. Got yeah, it. like the, How a, was a, the prog, turnout, a prog, prog power family group actually. Ah, okay. <laughs> and uh, the the crowd was uh, the the turnout was was super okay. We were wondering before and when we were uh yeah, and like yeah, meeting up at the restaurant and having some nice dinner. Um we were kind of not sure if uh people would start to stay at home for bigger events like uh, concerts yep. because of the the virus. Yeah, uh, but no, it was it was. I mean, I've seen Blind Eagle play that venue in their hometown of Freising, which is kind of half an hour north of Munich. Yeah, um, in direction of the of the airport of the airport. Um, and and it, the 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 turnout was roughly the same uh, yeah. as the last two times. The other two times. Uh, wait, once I saw them as a double headliner bill with Subsignal, and then the last time I saw them there was with uh, Lizarar from the Netherlands. Yep. Uh, who are also on Gentle Out of Music, I think, and that's the label from Kalevaner, the main guy of uh, Blind Ego, and also the guitarist of RPVL. RP RPWL? RPWL. Well, it's, it's the... You know where the where the name comes from? It's it was the the initials from the uh, founding members. Ah, uh, uh, okay. So the W is actually the the initial from Kalle Valner. Yeah, v v v, <laughs> v sound fa fa fa. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, good. That's <laughs> linguist. Yeah, cool. It's, there. it's not our topic <laughs> to that. Yeah, <laughs> today. But uh, but it, but you can catch us again, Dario, because uh, I guess I'll shamelessly plug. We just announced a tour. Yeah, um, and the tour poster looks dope. Who thank designed you. it? Uh, our guitarist uh, Andy, the, the one that does all of our artwork and T-shirts and stuff. And um, yeah, there was I a design it. he did. Uh, yeah, um, it, it reminds me a little bit of. Gorillas, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a cool lineup. I'm actually going to talk about the other band in a moment, though, when we do our, our when what's, we do a section. What's in your Walkman, Randy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny you should ask, Dario. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, we're going on tour with a very cool Austrian band from uh, Graz, so Gra Graz, Graz, Austria. Um, called um, Ultima Radio. Yes. And um, I think that um, this is a band that the prog scene could... I mean, they're not necessarily a prog band, but they have some proggy elements. Like the yeah. singer has like, definitely has kind of like a Mars Volta vibe. Um, right. And there's some really cool guitar sounds. And I mean, it, it's, it's kind of like a cross between... I mean, certainly you have like grunge and alternative stuff, but... Like like in There's Not an Elephant as well? Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I think we are a very good pairing, uh, yeah. the two the two bands. So, and they they may be more touch in the more rock um, part of that uh, without sounding like they're a rock and roll band. I mean, yeah. they... Um, yeah, I mean, it's a really cool, cool combination of styles. Um, maybe hard to label, which maybe yeah. is a you know a thing like us you know kind of hard to pinpoint not in any one particular genre yeah um, but I've been listening to Dusk City which is their latest album uh, it sounds terrific it's very hooky um, will definitely get you a, a song for the playlist yeah um, to check out because um, yeah it's really great you know it's there's no there's no John Petrucci solos or anything on it but. Just in general, the wall of sound that they create and the interest. Uh, when I was listening to it, the the one prog band that I thought would be a good connection and would be a great tour would be Bent Knee. Oh, wow. Because they also do some of this sort of experimental sounds like Bent Knee does yeah. and keep it kind of poppy. Mm -hmm. uh, but mm -hmm. still, it's sort of considered prog. So, like, I feel like with the right marketing, right. Ultimate Radio could be like in a Bent Knee kind of thing so all right but uh yeah definitely check that out 
Absolutely, I will. I, I actually know, have heard the name before because uh, my friends of Art Against Agony played with them once in Ulm, I think, ah, which okay. is an hour from Munich. But I, uh, but I couldn't go, unfortunately. Um, and I've been meaning to check them out, but didn't uh, get around to it, uh, which I will rectify now. Uh, but uh, <laughs> for those that are interested in the tour, and, and if you can come out, we are playing um, six dates. In the beginning of April, we're going to be in Munich, Mannheim, um, uh, Cologne, um, Aachen, Germany, um, one other place. And then we're going to be uh, for one show in Switzerland, in St. Gallen. Oh, nice. So, uh, yeah, it's cool. like six six dates kind of in a row around the Easter holidays here. So, um Munich is April 3rd, is that correct? That could be. Because you're not here. <laughs> yes. I, I'm terribly sorry I have to disappoint you again. Um I'll and be I'll be in London um seeing Novena. Novena yeah. and you're off, Elo. You're off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Azur and Tiberius and Shattered Skies and a lot of friends again. Um <clears throat> which is just awesome to have, uh, yeah, this community in the like fan base and like prog scene is absolutely. Just it's a family. That's what we said in the very first episode of the hmm. broadcast, didn't we? True. <laughs> uh, so, Dario, uh, what is in your Walkman? Well, today when I came from school, it's actually just like I don't know seven minutes with a U-Bahn with a underground line. Yeah, it's so not Prague. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the total uh, travel time was like 12 minutes. And before I started this little journey, I was talking to my good friends in Blue Wave Quartet. And I was not listening to Blue Wave Quartet. I was talking with them about something else. And that's why I had to put on this song. And it's like, it's it's a massive song. It's like a symphony. It's like 12 minutes, but it's one of the best prog songs in in the history of ever. Okay. Are you going to give me a hint? Um, well, a, a very, very nerdy hint would be that this band has an album or an EP with that song title but the, the album where that song is on has actually a different title <laughs> wait it is it is one of the or originators of prog ah, okay and um they're still going in in uh and and they had a lot of lineup changes and but there's one one member who has been consistent the visionary we talking about yes no nope. <laughs> <laughs> no idea i mean there's two yeses out there yeah right that's now, why so. <laughs> that's what i thought when you said yeah. it yeah um the other one <laughs> the other one <laughs> genesis the one that's coming back now. No, we're we're, we're going to talk, talk about, about Genesis later. <laughs> um, by the way, just remember we didn't really announce at the beginning of the episode what we're going to do, but so it's going to be a surprise. Yeah. Uh, um, come on, Pink Floyd. No, progier, progier, yeah, more in more even more innovative. Like one of the most visionary, innovative bands who've they've been they've been kind of ahead of their times like a lot. Even in the nineties, they were doing stuff that was like from the future, like Marillion. No, who are you talking about, Dario? <laughs> Sorry for letting you down. <laughs> What's in your freaking Walkman, Dario? King Crimson, Starless. Oh. Yeah, I was totally not even going in that direction. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, yeah, and it's on the album Red, of course. And there's another album that's called Starless and Bible Black. Uh-huh. Where this song is not on. I, I, I don't know <laughs> why, but... Uh, anyway, Starless is, yeah, one of one of the ultimate prog songs ever. And... 
yeah, I, I just gotta admit, I put it on and the, that uh, iconic guitar melody started with a, and then like the subtle mellotron in the background and, and, and I get tears in my eyes. It, it just can't help it. It's so emotional. It's, it's, that song is just something else. <laughs> All right. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and it makes me want to go listen to it now. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy bass as well. As on usual. There. Um, yeah, we kind of teased it right now already um, because you were unable <laughs> to guess King Crimson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, touche, Malfreya. <laughs> um, yeah, yesterday uh, we had the big news in the actually for the pop scene but yeah. kind of prog related that uh, there is gonna be a genesis reunion with uh phil collins mike rutherford and uh tony banks my, my favorite of this moment <laughs> of this though was jason's post where he said oh those tickets are going to be reasonably priced <laughs> <laughs> Jason from the prog mind. Absolutely. He's he's got a point there. Um, (laughs) I won't argue with that. They're going on sale, I think, uh, tomorrow, the pre-sale tickets, and on Friday. And this is like an arena tour, right? Whatever's going to be left. Yeah, of course. I mean, I don't know. I I, I don't know the venues, but it's, I mean, it's just just UK. Yeah. It's uh, Belfast, and then. Yeah, um, they'll play the arena. Two nights in London. And everywhere else in the UK, I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, that led me, led us to think. Um, yeah, what what do you think about the the reunion? Is it is it even really Genesis without Peter Gabriel and without Steve Hackett? <laughs> yeah, it's tricky. I mean. The first band that comes to mind when you when you when you talk about that is actually um, uh, Pink Floyd, because I mean they they didn't have a reunion of sorts. We were we were thinking about talking about re- band reunions now, but but I get, get where you come from because it, uh, whether you can say it's really the band or not, because like when yeah, Roger Waters left, yeah. uh, David Gilmour sort of carried on, yeah, uh, and. Um, and they both do their own thing, right? It's you know, Roger Waters has his like Operation Mindcrime, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, and David Gilmore Play, is playing just, playing the wall uh, or uh, the exactly the, playing the wall the, uh, the Roger Water Roger Waters's wall, yeah. Uh, and then David Gilmore is kind of like his own brand now. Um, yeah. I've actually been reading um, a book by um um guy i f- forget his last name but he's the bassist of David Gilmour and um he was on the Pulse uh live record and stuff Guy so. Pratt Guy Pratt thank you very much yeah I lost <laughs> the name for a second I'm reading he's his a- biography Oh cool uh I would be very interested uh, Yeah you to can have it afterwards well. I'm love, halfway through I, I, lo- I love his bass playing on yeah. on the Pulse DVD and on the Delicate Sound of Thunder yeah. um live uh album from 94 or something and he's actually as well a stand-up comedian as well. Yeah. As he's far a funny as I cat. I mean, like the book is fu- is hilarious. I mean, it's and he says it in the very beginning, but it's less about playing bass than it is about like kind of the craziness of his like life as a touring musician, session yeah. player, and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, um, uh, uh, what I always found very appealing uh, about these live recordings from that era, namely yeah. "Delicate Sound of Thunder" and "Pulse." Pulse was that there's uh, of course especially in the in the in the tracks from momentary lapse of reason and D- the division bell okay um mm-hmm. but also on the older tracks where he kind of put his stamp on there's so much amazing bass playing going on there yeah and uh frankly as much as he was a genius in songwriting Roger, and and sound design, maybe yeah. a Roger Waters was never a virtuoso bass player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody's arguing for that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's yeah. He had another skill. Yeah. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, I'll, I'll loan you the Guy Pratt thing. It's it's also funny because he talks about Bowie and stuff like that. And, <laughs> like, there's some really great stories uh, in that. So the the point I was trying to make, and we digressed a bit here, yeah. um, is like whether you can call it the original lineup or not, uh, if it doesn't have certain members and stuff like that. And I mean, you see this happening quite a lot, right? I mean, I mentioned Queensryche, but yeah. this also, like, in a smaller way, you know, I mean, happens with Queensryche. Like, are there any original members in Queensryche now? Steve, mm-hmm. uh, or um, DeGarmo, I mean, Chris DeGarmo. Chris, Chris DeGarmo, Scott Rockenfield is out. Um, Jeff Tate. I mean, there's no none of these guys are in the Queensryche that exists now, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually not sure about... Uh, Michael Whip Wilton and uh, Eddie Jackson, the guitarist uh-huh, and the yep. bass player, if they were also founding members or came in very very early in the band, but yeah, yeah. Um, the, the 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 most curious and weird uh, thing we have uh, is with Yes. Now we have two Yeses out there. Yep. Uh, one um, uh, led by Steve Ho, and the other one is Anderson Rabin and Wakeman. Um, and I just read just before coming downstairs that that Journey, yeah, just fired their bassist and drummer <laughs> because they wanted to take away the name. The name. Basically. So, and then everybody's like in the comments, like you know, like oh, they're not even founding members, and how can they take the Journey name and. I don't know what I don't know what to say about it honestly when you when you when you ask me about talking about the subject I I kind of am on the fence. I mean Genesis clearly they want the, they want to make money or I mean it's probably good for them to go play as well yeah. live. I mean I, I don't want to take that away from them. It's not always just a cash grab, but there's a big business in it. And I mean look at Guns and Roses. I mean oh, they yeah. pushed I mean people were like trying to throw money at them for Two decades to go tour again, and you know, slash and that and that classic line, the classic lineup, and um, slash was like, "There's no amount of money that," and and he was saying back then, like they they've they've given they've offered you know insane amounts of money, and we won't yeah. take it, uh, and then then they eventually they took it because they're going on yeah. tour now. So <laughs> now um, we're, we're as we're now on that on that level of the big music business. Uh, Another reunion, uh, recent reunion that comes to mind is uh, Rage Against the Machine. Yep. Um, for example. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, and that's an interesting choice too. I mean, I don't. I mean, I know that uh, I'm a fan of Rage um, politically and musically. Yeah. Um, and 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 that was another band that was like never going to get back together. Um, unfortunately, Audio Slave can't get really get back together either anymore because we lost Chris Cornell. Of course. Um, and they did the Prophets of Rage thing for a long time, um, right. uh, which was like a combination. And 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 you know, I mean, it's cool to see them get back together. I mean, we kind of need them right now, <laughs> like uh, out there fighting. Um, would. I don't. I mean, I kind of wouldn't expect it's just a money thing, right? I mean, for yeah. rage, you know. Um, I, I don't know. It's hard to say. You can always kind of chalk it up and say yeah. it's a it's a money thing. But but certainly, what's true is when people fight over a name, they're fighting over the money because yeah. um, it's the name, the brand that sells. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and this was the the, and, the long fight with Queensrÿche was over the name. Yes. Another great mm-hmm. example, Rhapsody. <laughs> Yeah, Rhapsody of Fire. So then Luca there was Turilli's Rhapsody, Alexteropoli's Rhapsody, whatever yeah. Rhapsody there is. Yeah, this is another <laughs> example of like, yeah, wanting to keep the name so that they can keep selling records and do tours, uh, and not wanting to you know create a new name. But uh, but but band members splitting. Uh, yeah, I mean this is like super complicated. But again, yeah, of course there's a business side. I mean that you have to kind of respect in a way because I mean, what's in the name, as they say, you know. Yeah. I mean, but um, uh, the, all all those uh, money and 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 legal name issues is uh, mostly on the bigger scale of bigger bands, but in the recent years we had quite a lot of relative in the in the global sense kind of small prog bands yeah. getting back together. We just had one the other day, remember? 
Yeah, I mean, we we were talking a lot of uh, about Psychotic Walls and their reunion album. Yep. Um, the first one after 23, 24 years. Yeah, that's a big one, yeah. And um, I mean, they... they um, when, when I discovered them in 2004, maybe, um, that was already, I don't know, eight years after they broke up in 1997 or something. And I mean, that Soul Tribe was going uh, during that time. Um, so I had that, and I was lucky enough to catch that Soul Tribe live at least once, uh, on, uh, maybe on one of their last tours. It was already with Lullaby for the Devil. Uh, but I wouldn't have thought that uh, I'll be alive to witness a Psychotic Walls reunion. And then there we were already more than 10 years ago um or no it was i think it was 2011 so almost 10 years ago mm. uh when they um or was it 2009 it doesn't matter they 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 went uh, their first reunion tour was uh the power of metal tour with nevermore and symphony x throughout wow. europe yeah amazing lineup and lineup. Um, i saw them in stuttgart and the stuttgart was the first date of the whole tour and I saw them there at the LKA Longhorn, and it was their first concert in 15 years or something. And, oh, wow. Um, that was probably the concert I was... I, w I was... I, I, I will always remember uh, standing in the queue outside of the venue waiting for the doors to to open, and I my I was I was literally shaking with anticipation and and I could feel the adrenaline cr like in in my fingers. Wow, that was <laughs> yeah, that was uh, crazy. Um, anyway, uh, but, but yeah, they took a lot a lot a lot of time since then to complete their album, which is great, which turned out to be great. I still haven't finished my review. <laughs> 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 sorry guys uh, anyway but they are not the only one that came back um, I have a couple lined up here um, one that I always that were always funnily enough for me a little bit tied with Psychotic Walls even though I don't know if they ever played together maybe in the 90s but just the, the fact that they um, also released four albums in the 90s and then disbanded around 97 uh kind of made their their career parallel but they they announced their comeback way later than uh, compared to to psychotic walls uh i'm talking about conception from yep. norway i was gonna say um, conception and uh so they have that in 2018 i think we had a comeback ep yeah um which is uh was so a super interesting thing because they were doing s something new yeah. and 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 fresh, but of course with Khan's uh, uh, super um, distinctive voice, um, it was still recognizably conception. Yeah, and now we're uh, awaiting the debut, uh, the debut, the 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 re reunion album, uh, the first full length album after also probably twenty four years yeah. 23 years after flow um i think it already has a title now and 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 uh, and a cover artwork which the cover artwork is like uh in the same vein as the ep artwork and and they're going on the reunion tour it through europe later this spring i'm i don't think i can make it but i hope they'll stick around for a while yeah because they're awesome. <laughs> I mean, a little bit like Dead Soul Tribe. Uh, I mean, it's, there's not really a comparison here. No. But I, I was just thinking about, you know, the, the why, you know. And, I mean, certainly Roy Kahn's career totally changed in in, in 97 when he joined um, Camelot. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, I think that that may be just kind of I don't I don't know what happened to Conception, but I'm sure it didn't make it easy when he suddenly joined Camelot and yeah. and and Camelot was still relatively small when he joined, but then they they really quickly blew up yeah. and I would say by 2000 were one of the biggest power metal bands in the world, you know. Yeah. Um, so 
and and then and then he was out of of Camelot for some years now. So I mean, I guess that made more room to revisit uh, conception. Yeah, I mean, uh, not to to go too much into personal things, but it was quite well known that he took a deliberate break from metal music. Okay. He was like. Uh, religious and going singing in church actually oh yeah um who knew the hardcore fans yeah <laughs> <laughs> the ones that don't start with randy okay. yeah interesting okay um but uh, they seem to have uh, found their fire again and their passion i, I mean um from uh the conception lineup of course guitar Amazing guitar player, tour a speed had had the arc, yeah. band yeah, going right. after after the after conception was done with. with Still love the sophomore album from Arc. Burn the sun. Burn the sun. It's just stellar. Perfect from beginning to end. Yeah. And Jorn Land, I think, is on the vocals. L- Jorn Land is singing, and the um, yeah, there's also a band that can't be together, that can't come back together anymore because uh, we lost their great Randy Coven. Like two years ago, I think, or was it last year? Okay, yeah. Um, the bass player who made uh, John Macaluso was on drums, but this rhythm section with John Macaluso spicing it up with his fretless bass, yeah, um, it was just something very special. I know you got a list going, but I bet there's somebody who's not on your list, and it made me think of it because we're talking about Norway. Uh, is uh, is Emperor? Because yeah. they didn't come back for um, like making an album, but they did come back and play a tour at yeah. least. Um, they, they, I think they're back for a couple of years now, playing also well, mo- mostly summer festivals yeah. every now and then. Um, but when they decided to do that, they also said from the beginning w- with Emperor, we have we've we have said everything we want to say um, uh, when it comes to the compositions yeah so they said from the beginning of the reunion they won't uh uh go into writing mode and write new emperor stuff hmm. um at the gates did the same thing but now they're but now they are fully back and yeah, have, have released two two records to, to drink from the night itself that's a very poetic title i yeah. haven't listened to the album actually yeah <laughs> um uh, oh, so so back to Prague. I'm sure on your list because we just yeah. talked about it the other day. Uh, it's of course Zero Hour. Yes. Um, um, when was the last record from Zero Hour? Pictures of specters of pictures burnt. Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, but I, it was in the 2000s. Yeah, mid 2000s. Yeah. Um, when well, they had uh, Salinas on vocals, I guess. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Um, but when I when I saw them live at Prog Power Europe, that was already a couple of years after that, and um, we had we, we 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 talked about Psychotic Walls. That is definitely the original yeah. uh, lineup conception as well. Yeah, mine is the keyboard player who. Um, Never was like official member, I think, but he also passed away. Hmm. Um, uh, but Zero Hour is gonna be a new lineup. Um, yeah. Jason Tipton as the compositional mastermind, together with Eric Roswald, the original vocalist. Yeah, um, that's very exciting. And mm-hmm. uh, they have a new drummer. Uh, why I don't know. That's uh, Rule van Helden from the Netherlands. Yeah, who also plays in Power Wolf now, but before he played in Sun Caged and. Subsignal, yep. um, and they're gonna have a new bass player, but that has a very obvious reason because Troy Tipton cannot play bass anymore. Yeah, and, which is a real um, shame. He, he was amazing, and but he, uh, I think he will continue contributing to the music of a dying planet. Oh yes, um, right. Yeah, he was as a, as uh, a uh, he was uh, singing, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just now that I think of it, I, I, I didn't give this record the attention it deserved. I'm gonna go back to it. We, we're gonna throw something in the playlist as well. Yeah, uh, for you guys to enjoy. Um, yeah, zero hour. Gonna be super exciting to hear new material from them. We're still waiting on another Spiral Architect record, which will <laughs> never come. So 
Zero hours. Well, Zero hours close is the closest we're gonna get. <laughs> <laughs> um before you went to zero hour, I was just about to say, let's stay in Norway. We have Green Carnation. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, back for some right. time already. They played already some shows. Um, it's starting with uh, Another Night Under the Dam and also the anniversary concert for um, Light of Day, Day of Darkness. Mm-hmm. And Which yeah. is their classic record, right? Absolutely. Like the one that... Um, Legendary. Yeah. No doubt about that. And their new album, Leaves from Yesteryears, I believe it's called. Um, gonna be out soon, I think. Today, tomorrow, in the next days, we're gonna have the very first music video of the band ever oh. for the title track. Okay. And yeah, they... They're gonna have a listening session of the album at the Prognosis Festival. And then they they have a lot of festivals for the summer already lined up. Um, so they are back for good as well. Yeah, cool. Um, one last band I have on the list right now is uh, Pure Reason Revolution. Okay. Um, I'm not so familiar with them. Yeah, but you definitely should check them out because yeah. it's 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 it should be like on the paper it should be totally your jam as a, like just modern and with with electronic influences and stuff ah, okay um yeah i saw them once at the 59 to 1 club here in munich and it was packed and it was like it's it's modern dancey prog and um their their debut album is actually the 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 dark third was it their debut album wait uh, the one the, the the one song that kind of um uh that was their hit single of 12 minutes or something was the great ambassadors of morning ah. um i'm i'm not sure if the old stuff is on spotify but i'm i'm i'm, I'm right. going to check um and, and, and if not you at least you're going to get the new single that is on spotify that I, and that i'm sure um but yeah that's also like a small reunion yeah <laughs> um do, dario do we have time for a little uh little not a quiz but a three uh three band dario which three bands would you like to have see have a uh, a reunion i actually have on my uh prepared list here and, and as a last uh um part of the uh, this uh, today's episode reunion wish list. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so am I jumping ahead? We can. Uh, we no, can no, roll I back. no. I think we're we're we're, we're just. Uh, yeah, I was trying to rack right my now. brain here in a moment uh, just to think if there was any other um, reunions that we're forgetting. I mean, from the prog scene, of course, you can yeah. count hundreds from from other genres, but from the prog scene, I mean. I mean, we we decided on this topic this morning, and we've we've <laughs> yeah. been working on other stuff yeah. uh, ever since. Yeah. Like like we didn't really have time to think this yeah. through. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, if you think we forgot yeah. any any super interesting prog re reunions, what's your favorite reunion? And also, of course, for this last part, what what would be your favorite? Who do you want to see get back yeah, together? What, yeah. What's highest up on your wish list? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I can know. Like, I, I I definitely know. Like, if if you had to ask, like a group of prog people like in the general public around the world i know the band that would be the most chosen to return porcupine tree yeah <laughs> <laughs> nailed it that's uh that's like the most talked no, about memed no, uh, no brainer <laughs> absolutely uh porcupine tree um which is uh very very unlikely yep but, but never, never say, say never, never. um look at genesis <laughs> Um, the the other one would be, um, yeah, it's it's not like the band is not existing anymore, but 
The other one would be Mike Potno returning to Dream Theater. Ah, okay, yeah. <laughs> it's not on my list, but... Dream Theater reunion. <laughs> Wish they would get back together, Dream Theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah maybe, that, maybe they should call Charlie Dominici. That would be the, oh, that would be, that would be the other meme. Uh, um, yeah, I, I, th- I, can, I can throw out a name. Um, a band I would like to... I, I mean, I think that they're broken up. I mean, one of the guys released a sort of solo record last year, but I would love to see a new Shadow Gallery record. Right. I mean, the last album was kind of a reunion album too, you know, after yeah. we lost Mike Baker. Yes. Um, and then they, they made a new album with a new singer and then some guests, uh, vocalists. I, I really liked the record. Yeah. Yeah, Shadow Gallery is, uh, like has a special place in my heart. I, I always really liked yeah. them. They um are, they are they are special definitely. Yeah. And and they're also a little mysterious because they didn't tour, you yeah. know, and they kind of like hid in their little Pennsylvania town and like made really <laughs> cool music and we didn't really see them. Um but it would be cool to to have a, another record from them. Yeah. I I don't think they're officially split up. No, I don't think so either, but Inact- inactive. Uh, re- re- remember, there was uh, actually. I just just remembered that like a year ago or something, um, Gary Wilcom's studio burned down. Do you oh, remember? Christ, no, I don't remember this. Now I feel bad <laughs> for begging for an album on the studio. Yeah, well, but the, I mean, where did he record his solo record? I mean, or the or the Where Camp Zonder, Zonder, Zonder. project. <laughs> I'd really like a shadow gallery record <laughs> as the next thing. Yeah, um, I, I don't remember the details. Maybe, maybe they like all the recordings were gone. They maybe they had the album already together. But I think I would have remembered that because that's kind of like double tragic, losing all the equipment and all all like one or two years worth of work on mm. your album. Yeah. I think I would have remembered that if 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 it was that. Yeah. So I don't know just would be speculations to talk more about this. Yeah. Um maybe we can we we check the last Shadow Gallery post on Facebook uh once we're done here. Yeah. Um I have one as well. And that's uh, that would be a a, a, a problem. I actually have two. I, I, I mean, I've a, got a, like kind of a list growing in my head at the moment of bands I would love to see another album from. But um, uh, well, one would be, but, but one that I really would want to have would definitely be uh, Shadow Gallery. So first, first on my list, apart from Porcupantry, that's only on there because uh, the whole world seems to want this. Just. I mean, we couldn't let yeah. this go unmentioned. Actually, I'd rather you, have a new Shadow Gallery record. Than <laughs> I mean, but that's just personal. <laughs> um, Arcane from Australia. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, great choice. Yeah. Um, Known Learned was just a, yeah. such a banger, and it's it's uh, sitting firmly, I think, in the top twenty or so, my all time faves. And I mean, I love Caligula's horse, but yeah. it's it's something different. It's de- definitely different, yeah. It's something that, yeah. Um uh gonna throw something in from them for the playlist as well. Yeah. And another one which is not so unlikely actually, because they're part in good terms, just a little bit far away from each other right now is uh, Sun Caged, actually. I ah, already, okay. already, already mentioned them. Um, even though uh, when they last were together, were playing together, they had a different drummer, not Rulf von Helden. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but, uh, yeah, Paul, Adrian, Villarreal, and Marcel Kuhnen, they're, they're totally open for it. I, I'm... I'm I know that, and uh, just a matter of the like the time and and uh, time and space colliding, yeah. you know, the, like the, in, in their lives. Yeah, I mean it's it's such a uh, it's such a shame that they never got the attention that they deserved. Um, with especially with their uh, with the two last albums, Artemisia and. Uh, the Lotus Effect. The Lotus Effect is uh, one of the best melodic prog metal albums ever in well, my book. Well. Um, for that particular 
subgenre. Yeah. Um, and but yeah, it just didn't uh, get them to where they could have been. I wished could wanted to be. I guess. Yeah. And that, that I I can just guess that it's super frustrating um, if you put out something um, received. So I'm, I'm I I haven't read all the <laughs> reviews, but I'm pretty sure that the press for this was overall like it it must have been overwhelming. Like probably. Very, very, very good. Like critically, highly acclaimed, but just not getting anywhere. Yeah. Um, in terms of record sales and yeah. touring opportunities, success, yeah. touring opportunities. Yeah. Um, so yes, Uncaged would be awesome. Um, I know Paul. Uh, Paul moved back with his family to the United States, where where he originally came from, and. Oh, he's got three kids in school. He's a hmm. he's a uh, he's a dad and and living the family life and yeah, I I absolutely respect that. And um, when the time is right, I'm you're on if, board. I, I I'm on board. <laughs> um, give give me a call. I'm my <laughs> Paul Marcel. If you <laughs> hear this, give me a call if the time is right. I will. Uh, help you in any way I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got two more bands that I can think of that would be cool. I mean, I, uh, I don't know what they would sound like today because they released their last albums in the early 2000s, but um, uh, definitely Ice Age. Um, oh, yeah. Do you remember them? Yeah. Um, they had two, uh, pro- two records. Progress Radio. Yeah, The Great um, Divide was the first record, yes. and then um, the second one had this sort of Tibetan story. It was called... Uh, it has this slipped like, my name slipped uh, my uh, it had this, this like these shrunk figures on the on the cover right no there was like a monkey on the cover yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um uh it'll come to me in a second um but that that would also be like a like the classic melodic prog metal sound yeah kind of like a aor kind yeah, of feel to like, my brother always yeah. thought they sounded like sticks which is <laughs> kind of funny uh, uh, by the way paul paul adrian villarreal is one of the biggest sticks fans ah, okay <laughs> and i, I was at the fi- farewell gig because it was kind of announced that they're gonna break up with uh paul moving back to the states with his family and they played uh stick song oh, okay. cover song <laughs> Yeah, that was um, and then the other band would be uh, Digital Ruin, who we talked about uh, recently. Uh, the yeah. last album they did was Dwelling in the Out, uh, which was an Inside Out release from I think two thousand one or something, mm-hmm. uh, which I really liked, like dark prog. Um, it would be cool, but uh, but again, you know, it's been so long. Um, oh, I've got another one. Uh, it's been so long that you don't know what it would sound like now. You know, I mean, yeah. it's you know, and and they also aren't bands except for maybe Ice Age, that really established their sound. Because Digital Ruin only did two records, and the first one and second one are a bit different, you know, like kind of still looking for their sound. Yeah. Um, Ice Age, though, had a pretty solid sound, though, I would say. Um, And my third one would be, now that the Zero Hour is getting back together with the original vocalists, Chris Salinas could get Power of Omens back together. And like put out a crazy, <laughs> crazy album. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, some fun stuff back then, early two thousands. Yeah, U U S melodic power prog metal. Yeah, but I mean, it also, <laughs> that was that was a scene. That was yeah, that was a thing back then. I remember. Yeah, the super technical stuff. And I mean, even when, when you listen to Power of Omens, it, it has it's like a product of the time, you know. You don't hear it's not like periphery perfect, you know what I mean? It's got like it doesn't yeah. even sound like they're using a click track cuz like yeah. the tempo is like kind of changing, but it's like super complicated. I mean, this was it's, definitely it, like the zero hour power of omens spiral architect era. Yeah, you know? end of nineties, beginning of two thousands. Yeah. Um, but uh, that that effect that you just described for for power of omens, 
that reminds me of the Psychotic Waltz debut, actually. Ah, yeah, um, yeah. Okay. Social Grace. I would say which, Psychotic Waltz is the the grandfather of that in a way. Absolutely, like that was certainly that was in 1990. That yeah. was that was basically they they probably wrote this the same time than image and, and not images and words uh, when Dream and Day Unite was yeah. written, and so the also the the. Um, production of these two albums is like the production of a social grace is also a little bit similar to when dream and day unite yeah um uh a, a little bit of a downer but um that what w- my best friend patty d- used to say to me um about psychotic walls especially on the social grace he has had the feeling that they play just a notch over their abilities, <laughs> actually, but it's still cool and makes them so unique and amazing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I can remember reviews from like Spiral Architect and these other bands. I can't, not specifically, but I remember yeah, like the, the tenor psychotic waltz would be in the review. You know, they would be like, yeah. oh, yeah, it reminds me of like old, you know, and, and like people wanting that again yeah. and then hearing stuff. Yeah. Wasn't there another band called uh, Watchtower? Yes. Yeah. And it they, was Yarzombek. Yeah, Yarzombek. Um, yeah. And also like crazy, like proggy tech. Yeah. Sieges Even. Yeah. Also the from early, that area. Early, early Sieges Even. Yeah. They went in total, total other direction later. When, yeah. When, when Arno got into the band and... Uh, yeah, that's another story. <laughs> I feel like we're just throwing out band names and <laughs> we've kind of lost the plot over here. But uh, uh, yeah, very cool to to just to talk a little bit deeper I'm, about I'm, this. I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure in the in the super hardcore underground prog fan base, yeah. there's a lot of people who would love to see the original uh, lineup of Siege even yeah, playing absolutely. the old stuff with the Holtzwald brothers yeah. and. Uh, we, he's, oh, he, he lives down sink. the street. We, uh, <laughs> Alex, so we can. Uh, I'm good. We, we, we tight. I could uh, try to push him into some. There was some talk a couple of years ago. I think about about doing something again. I mean, since the last record, you know, since whatever that was, two thousand and eight or whatever. Yeah, there was uh, the it, sieges it, even record. Um, Paramount, maybe. Yeah, it was Paramount. Before that was the, like the comeback record was the uh, the, the, the art of navigating by art the of stars. Get, yeah, right. So anyway, uh, the lone, lonely view of Condors and all those great songs. Now we're now we're <laughs> now we're really digressing. Cool, but uh, f- fun to talk about this uh, this topic. That was super much fun, and uh, I hope. <laughs> Sorry, you... were we talking about Genesis? Because I think we were talking about the Genesis reunion. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about Genesis. I, I was also thinking about that, but uh, finally enough, I, I was kind of preparing some some Facebook uh, posts. You know, I've been nominated for by friends to put like ten oh, yeah. vinyl albums, uh, like a series, and I and I took out my vinyls and I thought, well, I don't really have a favorite Genesis album because then hmm. Genesis was the one band of like the original greats that. I never got that deep into it. Okay. There's there's songs and bits and pieces that I really love. I mean, um, kind of um, um, parallel to Starless. Yeah. Um, Firth of Fifth definitely is for me also in the category of some of the greatest compositions of all time. Right. Well, um, but as as a whole I, record, I, yeah, as whole albums, I never really listened to that much much of Genesis. Yeah, okay, so I I, I can. I think we 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 both are not that much into the band that we would know all their no no all their I history could, and all that no. stuff. So um, it was fun nerding out for an hour <laughs> yeah i hope you guys had as much fun as we did um thanks for listening to the broadcast please like and subscribe everywhere and don't forget to check out the spotify playlist we're wrapping this up right now and Th- be sure and check out dario's new format for the what's hot over at the prog space yes coming yeah. mondays as always yep thank you for listening 
Take care. We'll and see you soon. We'll see you next week, maybe. Freaks out. See if the stars align. Yes. Freaks out. The Freaks Progcast presented by the Prague Space is a production of Stuus Media and is recorded at the Moonbase Studios in Munich. The show is produced by Janine Stangel, Blake Lewis, Kai Metzner, Dario Albrecht, and myself, Randy M. Salo. Our theme music is provided by This Is Not An Elephant. Thanks for tuning in, Freaks. See you next time. Freaks out.